War and famine, they go together and always have. Armed conflict disrupts everything, including farming. Some experts are raising alarm bells about Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The region is one of the world's top producers of wheat, but also vegetable oils. Vladimir Putin's unprovoked invasion of Ukraine may cause food prices to rise as far away as North America. Wheat, corn, oats, barley, and rye, all considered grain. And anything that includes these ingredients may soon go higher in price. This disruption of the global food growth and distribution system could take years to correct. It's difficult, if not impossible, to raise crops during an invasion. And even if the war ended today, the crop production in Ukraine is currently stopped. Restarting would take both time and effort, disrupting the normal schedule. Our daily bread. It isn't something to take for granted, but Jesus calls us to pray to our Heavenly Father, and He provides what we need. Welcome to Haven Today, here on this Wednesday. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus, and we're continuing in a series called Lord Teach Us to Pray. And what a time to have this series. We didn't plan it this way. We had already decided to go through the Lord's Prayer several days before Russia invaded Ukraine. But in God's perfect timing, we're thinking about how our Lord Jesus taught us to pray as we watch what's happening on the other side of the world. We're going to think more about the Lord's Prayer in a bit and that phrase, give us this day our daily bread. What exactly does that mean? And how does it help us to trust the Lord each day? Many at the border of Ukraine and Poland and other countries in the Eastern European region are praying that prayer right now. They're traveling many kilometers to find safety as Russian troops continue to invade their country. At the Polish border, a few hours before we recorded this program was my friend John Pace. He's worked for Samaritan's Purse for many years. Now he's helping Water Mission, a Christian organization that helps provide safe water and sanitation in places around the world that need it most. John, welcome back to the program. What are you seeing right now? Thank you, Charles. Appreciate you having me on. Today, we're at the border with Ukraine to assess the situation. And there's a line to get in. It's 14 miles long. People waiting uh, in the cold to get processed. It's taking them one to three days in that line. And then once they cross the border, uh, there were some trans, there's like a transit center set up where people could either spend the night or just keep moving. And uh, at the border, they're receiving some, some basic, you know, blankets, clothing, some food, and then they're getting on buses and trains and they're moving on and beginning their new life as refugees. And uh, it's heartbreaking to see families that have been separated, uh, all males aged 18 to, seven, to 60 are being uh, forced to stay in Ukraine and, and participate in the fight. So they're saying goodbye to their wives and children at the border, and then they're being handed uh, a kit that's an AK-47 and a helmet and a flag vest, and they're returning to, to join in the fight. So there's a lot of heartache at the border and a lot of uncertainty and really need our prayers. John Pace with Water Mission used to work for Wheaton College, where he was a football player and went to school there. Thanks for that quick update. I'll see you soon in Poland. Stay with me, everybody. 
We're going to be joined in a moment by Nancy Guthrie to think more about the Lord's Prayer. And before that, I want to invite you to visit haventoday.org and look at our live faith updates, Russia and Ukraine. We are updating it regularly with stories, videos, audio interview, breaking news, haventoday.org. You'll see a little footage that John Pays shot at one of the borders between Ukraine and Poland. And now, how about some music? I need some music. Let's open now with Nicole C. Mullen. Our Father in heaven, please hear me now, I pray. We need you more than ever in a million different ways.
What we need more than anything else right now is the kingdom of the Lord. And we need to realize that his kingdom is already here, but yet his kingdom is still to come. Nicole Mullen and Kingdom Come on this haven today. Lord, teach us to pray. It's times like these that make us realize how much we need to pray. Don't you feel that? I know I do. You know, sometimes Christians have a saying. When there's a bad situation and we've tried to do all we can humanly speaking do, what do we say? Well, I guess the only thing left to do is pray. I've said that, or at least some variation of it, and I'm guessing that you have too at some point in your life. But you know, that really is not a very good saying at all. It makes us sound like prayer is a last gasp. The thing we do is a long shot when nothing else has worked. But prayer is not the last thing that we should do. It is the first and most important thing that we should do. And I think maybe we've realized that more and more over the last couple of years. Remember how 2020 started? Australia was on fire. It can be easy to forget that, can't it? Because look at all that's happened since then. The last two years have been nothing short of traumatic for the entire world. One thing after another. I'm sure future historians will be talking about the beginning of the 2020s for centuries if our Lord does not return first. And in all this trouble and, yes, call it tribulation, I think one thing has become clear for many of us. We need to pray a whole lot more in these hard times. We see Russian tanks rolling toward Kiev. We can't do anything about it ourselves, but we can pray. We see Ukrainian refugees streaming across the borders of their neighbors like Poland and Moldova, just like my friend John Pays saw just a few hours before I went into the studio. Over 600,000 of them so far, but more are coming. Some experts believe that the number could go as high as 4 million or 7 million, and most of us aren't right there to lend them a helping hand, but we can pray for them. And maybe these bad times will help us realize something else too. We need to pray a lot, even when times are good. When life is going well and all seems normal in our little world. And so today, I want to focus on just a few words from the middle of the Lord's Prayer. Specifically, Matthew 6, verse 11. Give us today our daily bread. And here again is Nancy Guthrie, reading a section from her book, What Every Child Should Know About Prayer. Jesus teaches us to ask God for what we need. God is a good Father who loves to take care of His children. He is happy when we ask Him to provide what we need. Jesus teaches us to ask God to give us what we need each day. Sometimes we want God to give us everything we will ever need right now. But God wants us to depend on Him to give us what we need today and come back again tomorrow to ask Him for what we need then. He wants us to trust Him to take care of us day by day. In 2 Corinthians 9.8, we read, God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. So I can pray this way. Father, please give me everything I need for this day. And thank you 
that I can ask for the same thing tomorrow. Nancy Guthrie, reading from her book called What Every Child Should Know About Prayer. It was intended originally to help kids learn how to pray. It does that well. But guess what? Adults like me are finding it's helping me to better understand and and to pray more, more often. I'd like to send you a copy of what every child should know about prayer for your gift to the ministry. These gifts will help us keep sharing the great story about Jesus to a world so desperately in need of him. So after the program, call us at 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN. Or go online and look at samples of the book, read our blog, especially those faith updates on Ukraine, and make your gift there. Our web address, haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. Give us today our daily bread. Now, I wonder if we take that for granted. Sure, you may say grace over every meal, sometimes a quick prayer. And we pray these words every time we pray the Lord's Prayer on our own or in a church service. But do we really ever take a step backward and think about more what they mean? What is our daily bread? What would that mean? And it meant to the first century disciples who asked Jesus to teach us how to pray. Why would Jesus include these words? That's an incredibly short prayer. Only 57 words in the Greek, as I've been mentioning this week. So we know that everything in it must be important. Jesus was teaching us something very important here. Bread is the foundation of a diet in most places of the world. Ukraine is even called the breadbasket of the world. Well, either bread or rice in certain places, could be mentioned. And for those in Jesus' day, bread was necessary. You needed bread to live. And they didn't exactly have the modern conveniences of 21st century North Americans. They couldn't go to a local massive supermarket and choose from what seems like a million different types of bread, let alone all the other food and drink. I don't know about you, But sometimes when I go to the store, there are so many options, it's just overwhelming. But maybe we had the smallest taste of what ancient Israel experienced at the beginning of the pandemic a couple years ago. Remember those days? Empty shelves at the supermarket. And it all started with toilet paper, of course. Yes, I went ahead and ordered toilet paper by the caseload from Amazon Prime, and guess what? We just finished our last roll. Fool that I am. For a while, it was hard to find as gold, but before too long, other things started disappearing off the shelves. A friend of mine who lived in San Diego County when it all started, one day before we even started shutting down, he went to the store to stock up on food, and he grabbed the last five cans of soup in all the store. And we're not talking about a tiny market in Southern California. Now think about that. A massive store in Southern California running out of food. Who would have ever thought that that could happen even two and a half years ago? But now we've seen it in our own eyes. We're seeing it in Ukraine right now when stores for a very brief moment are allowed to reopen. And maybe this will help us to realize that our daily bread really does come from the Lord. 
that we need to pray for the things we need in life that we often take for granted today. We don't usually have to wonder where our next meal is coming from, and so we don't tend to pray for it. But our Lord said we should. Jesus knew that everything we have comes to us from the Lord. God uses farmers and bakers and grocery store employees, certainly, but ultimately he is behind it all. And that makes me think again about the people in Ukraine. Here it's the beginning of March, which means that Ukrainian farmers would normally be getting ready to begin their planting for the year. You may not know this, but Ukraine produces grain like few places on earth. Back before the Soviet Union fell, 25% of the grain in that entire nation was grown in what is now Ukraine. That's a lot of daily bread. And there may not be so much this year. The fields are being scorched, and the farmers are taking up rifles to defend their homeland. Maybe daily bread isn't as sure a thing as we would believe it to be in the West. But you know, we aren't just praying to anyone. How do we start the Lord's Prayer? Our Father in heaven. My Father in heaven. In heaven. For those of us who have repented of all sins and trusted in Christ, God Himself is our Father. And what good Father doesn't want to take care of His children? Jesus teaches His disciples to pray in Matthew 6. But that isn't the only thing our Lord said about prayer. In the next chapter of Matthew, we read these words Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? Our Heavenly Father is far better than even the finest, best Father on this planet Earth. And God will give us our daily bread. We just need to ask for it. So pray for your daily bread. Ask the Lord to provide for your needs by his fatherly, heavenly hand. And pray for the people in Ukraine. Their economy is in a shambles. Many are dying or fleeing, and there won't be a harvest this year. They need daily bread. And you know what? Pray for the Russian people, too. They're facing the consequences of this war that many of them don't support and only one of them started. God has many children in Ukraine and children in Russia. And even in this awful situation, God will provide, just like he provides for us. Heavenly Father, you always
Love is strong here on Haven Today. Lord, teach us to pray. Now, that's what we've been calling this series this week, but it's also how the disciples asked Jesus so they could better understand how to pray. And in Nancy Guthrie's book called What Every Child Should Know About Prayer, you'll not only understand prayer better, you'll be encouraged to pray more. It's laid out with, with great illustrations, plenty of scriptures, and even helpful prayer prompts to help both young and old alike develop a better prayer life and a closer walk with Jesus. So for your gift to Haven Today, I'd like to send you what every child should know about prayer. Our number, you can call it right now, 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN, or visit our website, look at the samples from the book there, make your gift, And you should also check out the live faith updates when you go to haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And I mentioned this yesterday. I'll mention it again today. Come back again tomorrow. We're planning to tell you all about our initiative to share the great story and help with the needs on site in the Eastern European countries. We'll do that tomorrow. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for meeting up with me. Come back again next time. When again, we get to share together the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Goody two-shoes. You've probably heard that before. It is not a flattering name by any stretch of the imagination. Usually, it's used as an insult. But deep down, we all think we're good enough, don't we? We all sin. But sinners like us have the bad habit of thinking we can make ourselves righteous before God, as if we can follow His law well enough to be okay. But the Bible paints a different picture. Righteousness in God's sight isn't something we earned. Instead, it's a gift. Jesus gives to everyone who calls in His name. Christ is the culmination of the law so that there may be righteousness for everyone who believes. No goody two-shoes will ever be good enough. Instead, call on Jesus Christ. You will be saved. Get started with Anchor Devotional today. Visit GetAnchor.com.